Hi everyone, we are back in our new episode of the podcast, Restoring Balance. In today's podcast, we have a special guest all the way from Istanbul, a beautiful city. And that person visited Heidelberg a while ago and I got to meet her. Her energy is so special. She's an incredible human being, so open, warm and friendly. And above that, I loved her passion for yoga. And this is what we are going to focus on in our podcast, how yoga is helping to restore balance in people's life. You're going to learn so much from this conversation that we are going to have. You're going to get some insights and maybe some are the things which you are going to think that, hey, maybe this is kind of something is my story. So I would love to introduce you to Melise, all the way from Istanbul, a yoga teacher in her former life. She was in the corporate, in the business where, where she learned so many things and along the process finding her own path and had a courage to stop that and starting a new life, being a teacher and enlightening the other people with, with yoga. We would love to hear her stories her experiences, her journey. I'm sure it's not easy and it, it must be filled with the struggles. So we are keen and ready to talk with, with, with Melissa. And welcome Melissa. So I want to thank you for being, being the part of uh, our conversation in Restoring Balance. Hi Manoj, uh, and uh, I want to thank you for inviting me. It will be my first podcast, so and I'm really happy and excited about it. And also, I'm excited about uh, it. It will be with you because uh, you know I know you're a really special person. Uh, when we met at Heidelberg at True Yoga, uh, uh, I was never expecting. Or of course, I was expecting a beautiful class. Uh, every teacher. Uh, is good, uh, but uh, your also passion for yoga uh, just really uh, make me feel uh, good. Uh, so thank you for inviting me here in your podcast. Thank you. That's that's very kind of you. Very very generous of you, and Melise. So yeah, one thing for sure, folks, that we both are non-native English speakers. So when we are talking in uh, the other language than our native one of course the flow is not as accurate of course we are going to miss some of the grammar and uh, i expect you to be forgiving and understanding with that and focus on the context and focus on the on the on the value that you are going to gain from our conversation that we are going to have so melise when was the first time you you started to have the yoga practice? When was the first time you went to a yoga place and you had a practice which was in a group or with somebody? Yeah, uh, actually uh, it was uh, in uh, 2012. Uh, I was just um, gra graduated and started uh, 
to business life. And you know, uh, when you first start at business life, uh, it it is really it can be really busy because also you are just uh, getting used to a new lifestyle. You know, studying after just working. Uh, and also, at my first company, it was a music company that I've been working. I was uh, HR there, and it was really busy, also with work, but also with fun. <laughs> so uh, we were just, you know, at night, just drinking, having fun, concerts, and in the morning, uh, really busy work uh, hours, uh, really busy workloads. Uh, then uh, I was just, you know... Uh, I was just running and running and running uh, from thing to thing, to other thing to other thing. Uh, then uh, I just uh, feel, felt like uh, I was tired. I was uh, walking in the street and look up and I saw a yoga studio there. And I was just, you know, uh, I just heard about yoga, but just never looked at it. You know, how, how is it? What is it? Just, I, I was just knowing the word, word of sound salutation. <laughs> Mm. And it, it, you know, uh, it, it just, you know, uh, uh, I, I always make fun of that, why, uh, why, why we are salutating the sun. And I was making jokes about that, but I was also really wondering, what is it? Uh, and then uh, I started a yoga studio. I took my uh, uh, first class. Uh, it was just um, a small yoga studio. We were just uh, eight or ten people. Uh, so uh, it was good. At the first, first experience, uh, I felt so relaxed, but uh, the main thing uh, that was hard for me uh, in the first class uh, was to stop and let go. I was always, you know, my shoulders were always just like that. I was squeezing my shoulders mm. and I I'm trying to do something seriously. Uh, at the end, at the Shavasana, I was thinking everything that I could think, you know. <laughs> it was really hard for me, the stopping moments were really hard for me uh, then I started and but uh, you know I liked it but also I was running 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 in, in you know my work life my social life so you know it was not like that when I first started I just go one month then two months break I turn back again because you know inside I'm just feeling that it's good for me but also I'm a little bit afraid and it's a really really hard it was a hard uh, thing uh, for me to stop so I didn't want to stop even in one hour in a yoga class. So I started, uh, but later at 2016, uh, my practice became regular. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What you're saying, I can so much relate with. Letting go is the hardest. Yeah. It is very hard. In the beginning, yeah. it's so frustrating as well. And yeah. what you're saying is so right as well, Melis, that when, when you got introduced to yoga, it was not something that you immediately knew that you, you're there, even though something inside you yeah. have changed. And then you're back and forth, like it took time to brew it up in a way that you found out that, okay, this is something that uh, you can really use in your life. This is something helping you to restore balance. Yes, yes. And yeah, because, you know, uh, like uh, I said, I was off balance because I was always running. So I felt it. And yeah, okay, I think that balanced me, yoga balanced me, you know, uh, in, in the, a voice was saying like that and also feel it. But yeah, the word that uh, frustration is really good because I'm remembering. And, you know, at my third class, I just entered a yin yoga class. 
oh my god i was just like saying take me from here you know my inside it was so good but yeah the first thing arising was a little bit of frustration yeah that's a good point because you know uh, now my students also have it and i say okay my first in yoga class and first yoga class was full of frustration but later with practice uh, i just you know learned to stop uh, and look about the inside look to the feelings <laughs> that's very interesting what you're saying and I believe everything that you start which is new to you in the beginning it's going to be very hard and frustrating as well yeah. Yeah, inside you when you find out there's a click and something is 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 a uh, it's kind of soothing you then you want to go back to it again and again but but the frustration is always there but along the process and along the time it get less and less and less and then you start to get in tune then then you start to know it like this is where i i come i unplug for from my daily life and this is the time for me this is the place for me to restore my balance in malaise yeah. so now fast forward we are coming to the present moment so how it is going you you are teaching and you you have many students so what about now are you practicing on your own or you have somebody that who is getting along with you so you are keeping up your own practice as well that keep you balanced yeah yeah um actually uh, i i've been you know uh, working for a studio also uh, mm. in istanbul uh, yeah. so you know i have a chance to practice with group you know yeah. i have also my own practice but i really like the both you know the group practice is also really feeds me restores my balance uh, the communication with people other teachers i really like that and also you know uh, every morning uh, i i try to do my morning routines uh, which uh, includes just uh, a little flow just 15 or 20 minutes uh, before meditation because i can't stop still <laughs> i stop but you know it's better for me to first move than meditate still uh, i move a little bit and then i uh, just uh, meditate uh, then later i just uh, morning journal it's not every day, but you know, uh, in in a week, I try to make this morning routine like uh, four days or five days in a week, and it really restores uh, my balance. Um, and yeah, and also uh, um, not like uh, the fifteen or twenty minute morning sessions. I also love to you know uh, focus uh, on different asanas in my uh, own practice so also in uh, a day i used to practice with myself like one hour also and it, it restores my balance but also uh, you know um, teaching classes uh, really feeds me uh, really mm. uh, take me back to my balance also because mm. you know uh, i learn from uh, each student and uh, i think uh, yoga is um, to um, connect with myself Mm. Uh, and with the universe and mm. connecting by, with people uh, and you know in morning uh, or in a day uh, I try to be connected with myself then I connect with other beautiful human beings and you know it's like 
mm, it just became one, like we are all connected and it really uh, feeds my soul. I, I really feel so grounded, uh, feel so light. Uh, and, you know, I'm learning uh, from each student also and it's a really good thing. <laughs> yeah, what kind of things you're learning from your students? Uh, what what they are able to inspire you with? What, what uh, are the things that you observe in them and this is kind of a fulfilling or making you feel that you're doing something valuable? Yeah, would you like yeah. to share some story of some student who who made you feel that what you're doing actually is very, very important? Yeah, uh, I have, uh, for example, uh, you know, uh, yoga is, you know, like uh, yoga is balancing, you know, mind, body and spirit. Yeah. And so I have uh, examples for each, I guess. Uh, for example, I have a, a student, mm, she is uh, like older and she started yoga at uh, 60 years old she wow. is now 60 yeah uh, but she's a fit uh, lady uh, she's so sweet and uh, she, she was uh, having um, some muscle spas spasms mm. uh, I don't know the English term of the uh, thing yeah. uh, but uh, it, it is do with also with the, her mental health because yeah. she's so stressed uh, and you know, she started yoga. She first came to class. Her body was so tight like that. Uh, and you know, after her third class, uh, her body just opened up. Her breath, breathing changed, and she just uh, come to me and said, tell, told me that I was never expecting anything so uh, fast. And I also told her that, yeah, you are lucky because <laughs> for many people, this just doesn't happen uh, so fast like you. And she's always saying that she is really feeling uh, really better in physical. And also I can observe by looking at her body. And she also says that uh, the breathing exercises, the meditation, uh, with meditation, her mind is also like relieved uh, as uh, her body so that really makes me happy when i just hear uh, something like that and also at the beginning of my classes i am trying to share a teaching about bhagavad gita or other things that i read i really love the philosophy of yoga and i i want to share uh, you know small parts uh, and you know when i just say and also i try to uh, mix them with uh, daily life examples so you know the students uh, relate more to make students re relate more with themselves and you know in each class some students come to me uh, and say yeah in my life i was just uh, thinking about the thing you said and it really felt good and these kind of feedbacks uh, you know makes me feel like okay i'm doing the right thing and also it feeds me. Sometimes um, a student gives me feedback about her life or about something I said. And, you know, when someone said, says to me back, for example, you know, she's saying the same thing that I'm saying, but she's saying me in a different perspective. And I say, aha, I'm missing this. I'm saying this, but I'm missing. Yes, this is also a good uh, teaching for me. And yeah, it's always go just both ways you know yeah we are feeding each other <laughs> exactly 
Yeah. And that's this so beautiful story that uh, you you told about an older person. Sixty yeah. year age is is uh, yeah. is monumental. It's the most important phase of your life where you shift to the next level of your life where you have gained and acquired all the wisdom that you wanted to now you want to be more quiet and want to do a little bit less and in this age when somebody is starting something new it's it's such a great example yeah. and uh, this is is something also such a such a great thing that that she came to you so this uh, you can i mean this is something really honoring you that that she she want to learn from you she want to gain something from you and it's not one sided as you said yeah, yeah. you're you're always yeah. exchanging you know it's not it's never one side and what you're saying that she had contraction on the muscles which is kind of a yeah. Um, what name you would call it in Turkish? What is that? Uh, fi- fibromyalgia. Okay. Fibromyalgia. Yeah. S- yeah fibromyalgia. It's Turkish I'm, name of the. It's yes. Turkish name of the disease. It's yes. a disease. Fibromyalgia. I, I don't. I don't know the English name. Sure. So yeah. and she benefited from it yeah. within three yeah. sessions that her body just yeah. opened up. You know, as you were mentioning about the philosophy and Srimad Bhagavad Gita, let me share something with you here. So you you said for some people it takes just few sessions, few of the classes, and they already find a transformation start to take place. And yes. for some, maybe a little bit longer. And for yes. some, maybe a little bit more time. Yeah. So in Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Shri Krishna said to Arjun, Arjun is asking about uh, about the sadhana, all the practices that he did, all the austerities, all the tapa that he did. He's asking what is like, you know, I have done so hardship in this life and why, like, you know, and he is doubtful. He's just kind of making this argument that he did everything for this day and he's not able to fight now for his right. And Shri Krishna says to him that you think this is only from this life but i tell you that your sadhana is coming with you from many many previous lives and in this life you are starting not from zero you're starting from where you left in your previous life yeah. and that yeah. is why most of the people they get in tune effortlessly and for some people it take a little bit longer yeah. And I really admire the way that you're saying it, that when you are teaching, you're sharing some of the philosophy. Yeah, because if you if you're not sharing that, it's very dry. It's like yeah. it's like you're going to a gym and working yeah. out and just going home. I mean, this is so dry and dull. And that is why in the gym, when you notice that I it's been a really long time since I've been to uh, to a fitness place, but I know people who own the fitness yeah, places. You know what happened? Those people get, they have a vacuum, you know, because they don't have a philosophy behind what they're doing. So what they do, they use their phone, they are on the headphones, they're looking themselves in the mirror because there's a vacuum and they need to fill it. And they fill it with they're their... They're not in the moment. They're, they're yeah. not in the moment. Yeah. This is this is the beautiful way to put it. You're so right, Melis. Now, 
we're going back in the time, so once again, and uh, what happened after two, 2016? Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I just, you know, uh, my first yoga practice wa was not, you know, regular. Uh, then later, uh, I changed my job to the big uh, corporate company. Uh, then, you know, my just workload just got uh, so huge. I was learning to drive a car at the same time while learning my new job in sales. So it was really chaotic. And, uh, and then uh, my uh, corporate company just uh, had discount to a sports club. So I say, okay, yoga was good, but now I have a, this club, uh, I have a you know, um, discount uh, for a sports club. So I, I maybe if I go to you know, gym, um, making run a little bit, it would be good. So I went to a gym uh, and you know, uh, after one month, I again just stopped and realized that I am running at the gym, I am running at the work, and <laughs> it's again all about running. Uh, so you know, I have a so uh, small time for my social life. Uh, I just think that I again went to that yoga studio and I just looked at, at uh, you know, uh, 2016. Uh, th there is a, uh, you know, teacher training, uh, 200 uh, hours teacher training there. And I thought that, okay, I'm having the teacher training and I'm going to do my yoga at home, even I don't have time to go for anywhere. So I just started to teacher training and, you know, as you know, it was like eight months. It changed my whole life and it changed my whole perspective to life. And I was never planning to become a yoga teacher. I just wanted to do the thing that is good for me. My only aim uh, was that. Uh, but later I graduated, my, um, my teacher just told me that uh, you, you could give uh, internship lessons, you know, one hour uh, in a week. Do you want that? I say, okay, uh, because, you know, I just decided that to say yes to things more, you know, to open up. Because when you say yes to a thing, it opens and adds up. So I say yes. Uh, so I managed uh, corporate life, then my uh, classes uh, just increased, you know, two day, days, three days in a week. I was working in the morning and at night I was teaching, uh, but I never get tired because of the teaching. I always feel that still, you know, because it's coming from my heart. It's always I get energized. I'm, I'm teaching, I'm tired, I'm tired, but after the teaching, after the class, I'm feeling so energetic and it was a really good feeling for me. Also, I was practicing uh, myself uh, for balance. Um, yeah, uh, so then uh, I just started to become a, a part-time yoga teacher <laughs> and also my corporate life was uh, going on. Uh, then later, uh, at the pandemic, uh, I just uh, decided to quit my corporate job uh, because I was thinking like that uh, I am um, not uh, giving my uh, energy, full energy to the right place. So I wanted to be at the right place. Uh, yeah, so I quit my corporate job and now, now I'm a full-time yoga teacher. <laughs> oh, that needs so much of the courage to lose or 
to let go the comfort that your job is providing you, that a paycheck in the end of every month. Yeah. This is a... And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took my, uh, actually, I was thinking uh, like 10 years, <laughs> actually. But, but yeah, because, you know, when you think about my journey, it started uh, not 10 years, but yeah, eight years at the company. So, you know, it took my eight years. Uh, but I think uh, in those things, uh, it's about the right time. Uh, you know, I had mm. my students and, you know, I was always knowing that it was the right thing for me. But, you know, there is uh, always like the mind says things about that paycheck and your life. Uh, and but at the right time, I think for me, I say, OK. Uh, but, you know, when you give your energy uh, to some place, I'm always thinking that uh, the thing uh, you can take back from life uh, could not be only the paycheck. For example, uh, now I'm working in my own hours as a yoga teacher. I manage my time. This is a paycheck too for me. I have my time. I have time to read and learn new things and you know meet new students, meet new people. And uh, I have time for myself, so this is a paycheck as well. Uh, and time is really valuable. So I'm always uh, thinking and talking my friend, friends that like I exchange not money, my time. Uh, so yeah, but of course I also say that I had uh, you know opportunity to make that. Uh, you know some of us cannot do that because you know we need to work we need to earn money now my life just opened up uh, to me a space like that so uh, it's okay for me to you know uh, have the have earned the money from yoga and just uh, live my life like that but I know that it's not always the case yeah the life is hard earning money is hard uh, so I'm always uh, adding uh, that yeah, that's a very good point. What you're saying to to sustain a good life and a peaceful life, it should be backed with the source of income. Yeah. It's very important because when you when you are provided, when you have everything in the background, then you have more headspace to think about something new, something more audacious something that yeah. you 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 want to experiment because you know that you know in the background i'm provided financially i'm okay only then you can do many things yeah and uh, so this is what i was sharing that uh, it needs the courage to leave the comfort of uh, a job and uh, to start something very new and uh, yoga teaching is it's not easy itself it require huge amount of a commitment that you are following a certain lifestyle because only then you feel worthy to share that with the other people because how long one can pretend to be a yogi um, and yeah. that's that's already bring everything i mean people are smart you know they can feel it they even though they don't know but they everybody has this intuition that they can know it uh, if it's really for sure or if it's just you know somebody's acting so it requires a huge amount of, of a, 
a commitment that that uh, I, I'm 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 very I'm very very impressed to hear your story that how how you left your job and it took a long time as you said you know yeah. just to build yeah, up the yeah, courage yeah. but many things has to be brewed like as you brew yeah. a tea for 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 a time only then it, it tastes really good <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah? <laughs> that's right so in the same way as well it took you a long time to do that but you you are doing it and and the service that you're providing to your people and community and uh, how you are making their life better a little bit better i think this this is what you're getting back that's why you're saying that you have this so much energy and zeal and uh, and you you have time time to invest in reading and learning something new and that itself is like you know immediately maybe it's not paying you in cash let's say but in the long term it will pay you with the compound interest yeah. on what you have invested with your time and uh, i think this is kind of something that uh, um, as a yoga student people just are assuming that okay there is a yoga teacher and uh, they are very good in what they do they really light up my day but sometimes we totally forget hey you know that person also has a story that person has so much going on in the background but what is driving them what is the fire in them that is bringing this so much light in my life yeah. you know because i believe and melis i'm sure you will agree that this is something it's also adding into your life to restore your own balance as well in a way that your heart your mind your soul is kind of in a place where you feel at peace where you feel like you know i can do so much more yeah yeah they are in the same direction when they are in the same direction you feel peace inside <laughs> yeah. peace is the foundation of yeah. prosperity peace is the foundation of everything that you want to create and uh, this is something uh, exceptional for example a person is going to a job to their corporate job imagine that they are working all day long and they are very good in what they are doing and they are coming back home not happy face they are drained they are exhausted and they don't want to do this anymore rest of the day they want to do what is not the work something else just to nourish them maybe some people i'm sure there are some people that who just go home and uh, watch a tv and have yeah. their dinner go out yeah. meet their friends and just go and sleep and same again maybe some people just go to maybe a yoga class because they yeah. they're like you melis they are on the path they are realizing that you know life is so much better when you have a sense of balance I have lots of students like that, you know, after work they are running to yoga and they are, you know, after the class they have, you know, all these happy faces in their faces and, you know, actually, um, of course, each student, I love each of my students, but, you know, because I uh, just live the life that 
they are now living, you know, because I was like that. I was working in a corporate job and running yoga class, you know, to have the balance, to restore my balance. So, you know, when I see them, I feel uh, so happy. Uh, yeah, I, I am now giving to this service to them and my teachers were giving me uh, this service and, and, and now I'm here because of them, because of my teachers and my guidance so their guidance because of their guidance so yeah i it also feeds me like that it's like a, you know a life circle every mm. everybody lives uh, same kind of things actually uh, but in different times in different shape but it's all the same circle <laughs> we are yes. going through so yeah i i feel happy when i see that <laughs> And the circle is not uh, not not a linear kind of circle that is starting yeah. from one point and meeting. It is a spiral, and it's growing yeah, like, and it's growing yeah, yeah. with with every new cycle. It's growing, so this yeah. give and take is very powerful. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and this this is a driving force. Uh, you know, I can I can so much relate with you what you are saying. You know, I also have a same story like you but we leave it for the oh. next time when we meet again in oh, our okay. podcast yeah, I, I'm, I, i'm really wondering your story because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. is crazy <laughs> so melissa so how would you explain those uh, student of yours that who after their work and they're so excited to come to you and having their practice Uh, what 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 is their story what do you see what do you chat with them what what the insights that you you are getting from them would you like to share yeah yeah i could share you know uh, they um, come to me and they say you know one of my students told me that it it was a really good uh, sentences uh, sentence um she told me that uh, this is the best part of one hour of her day you know uh because you know in, in you know i'm she's working so hard she said that i'm working uh, so hard and i am working for this one hour yoga class she was say, saying me like that and uh, you know and she also uh, says to me um, i can relate to her because you know uh, like at back of my story at my back story i felt the same way uh, she just uh, tells me that uh, after the yoga class uh, she she is fe- feeling a good feeling that it's good for her uh, she said that she doesn't know the reason but it's good for me and i'm coming and i'm committing to you know i'm i'm committed to it and it's uh, it's it's really uh, uh, it makes me really happy to hear this kind of feedback <laughs> wow this is so beautiful that a person is able to tell you that out of their full day this one hour is yeah. what they were looking forward to and this hour yeah. is so special to them this yeah. this cannot be just made up they are talking from the bottom of their heart yeah 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 and how do yeah, you feel about it yeah yes yeah, sometimes you know mm, Uh, you know, d- uh, during my yoga practice, uh, you know, uh, yoga is also like connecting yourself, like knowing yourself, everything. Yoga is everything. So, uh, you know, when I connect myself uh, more, 
you know, my emotions uh, got uh, stronger. Uh, you know, when my teacher just, uh, I, when my stu students uh, gives a feedback like that, I always feel it from my heart. And, you know, my eyes just started to, you know, I, I want to cry, but it's because of, you know, something from my heart. I'm, of course, I'm not crying, but I feel like, yeah, my eyes are wet. I, I, I hug mm. them. <laughs> it's, mm. it's a feeling that, you know, uh, many of the things uh, that uh, we experience uh, in yoga practice sometimes uh, cannot be uh, tell with words. So it's a feeling. Mm. And for example, when I read Gita, it's also like that, you know, I read it. And it's also like for this spiral, mm. you know, every time I read it, mm. you know, my eyes, okay, I'm feeling something, but I cannot tell anyone because I cannot tell it with words. And mm. uh, yeah, I cannot tell it with words, but I think you understand it. It's, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's like feeling that the um, per person, uh, you know, right next to you is also you. It's, it's, uh, it's a strong feeling like that uh, and it's a good perspective I guess <laughs> yes. like we are the same <laughs> yes you you're absolutely right there are there are many things uh, that one cannot explain it yeah. with the words and uh, those are the things those are the moments can only be felt and yeah, that yes, yes. and that feeling Melissa is very powerful and that just kind of like um, it brings your consciousness on the next level. And as you said, that, you know, when you expand consciously, because you really need to use your emotions as the fuel. Yeah. Emotions can also work against you and mostly they are working against a normal person. But you yeah. can also yeah. use it to fuel and really expand your consciousness and when it start to happen you start to find uh, that you know everything is just expanding and growing you you don't know it in the word maybe that that you know what i'm doing if it's really meaningful but you feel it that you know what you're yeah. doing it's so valuable and meaningful and i belong to what i'm doing now <laughs> I, I, I always you know yeah. get excited and happy yeah. when I just think about those moments yeah. and yeah uh, you know uh, I it's a really good feeling uh, to touch uh, one's uh, one person's life like yeah. you know like directly yeah. like that yeah. uh, and you know touching a person also you know uh, mm. they they touch you mm. also, you know, mm. when you talk, when you just exchange your feelings and thoughts. Uh, and it's a really important feeling, you know, because, you know, maybe it happens to you as well. As well. While I'm teaching, uh, I'm saying some, something, but, you know, uh, while I'm teaching, I, of course, I'm in the moment. But sometimes my mouth just says something. It's coming from inside. And after the class, class Sometimes I don't remember it, you know, it's about teaching or it's about something. Then you know, my, my student just come and say me, uh, say that sentence back to me. And, and I, I just, you know, tell to her that 
Wow, that's a real, really moving sentence. When do you when you you told you told me at the class, and I said, "Wow, <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes you know, the, uh, hearing back uh, that uh, truth because the truth is actually one. So yeah, everyone just. Uh, uh, tell their pers perspectives about that, but yeah. you know, hearing back from my students like that also, you know, makes me feel like okay, I think I'm doing the right thing, and yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know if I could explain in English like yes. that because even in Turkish, it's hard to explain sometimes these kinds of things. So. <laughs> now we are yeah. entering into the space of of the mystic. <laughs> experiences Ooh. yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah now maybe we stop talking and we just <laughs> yeah we just do a telepathy from here on yeah so Melissa, you you're absolutely right and i think this is something uh if if i put it in the words it's like that that uh, you you totally become present and when you're present you get in tune with the cosmic energy and then when and what you are talking physically it is actually is channelized through you from from the cosmic and and the collective wisdom yeah yeah because your heart is so pure in the moment it just flow through you and even though it is is something that you're saying and you don't even know if it's really true if it's something that uh, is evidence-based or something yeah. but what you are saying it's it, it become truth yeah so this yeah. is the power of of uh, of getting in tune and and being present and and um, in yoga sutra it is mentioned that when it start to happen that you are becoming effortless with the uh, with your voice it means that your your vishuddhi chakra start to open up and when it start to open up then everything that you speak start to become truth yeah. you start to this this start to take place um, yeah, and as you said, that you you don't take it very kind of seriously. That you you are getting some sort of uh, your mystical powers, and that's uh, also in the Patanjali Yoga Sutra. Rishi Patanjali mentioned it very clearly. When you are on the path of yoga, many supernatural powers will yeah. come to you, and we yeah. all have it. We just need to get in tune with ourselves, and we all start to gain it. We all start to experience it. We all have it, but we're just so busy with the thoughts. <laughs> no. yes, so yes, yes. when it starts to happen and, uh, and you are on the path of yoga and you say that, wow, now I have this supernatural powers. Now I'm better than the others. You lose the track. You go off the track and you start to get a delusional about it. So on the path of yoga, these kind of things will come to you, but you just take it as a pinch of salt and you be very thankful and grateful. This is a symbolic to you that you're on the right path. What you're doing is so meaningful, not only for yourself, but also for the people around you because it nourishes them and, and uh, it is helping to restore balance in their life in 
with your word, with your energy, and with the, with the everything that you are doing. You're touching them. You're helping them. Not only just with your word, but just being there with them. There, and that yeah. is that's kind of a collectively is so powerful. Yeah. Even you know sometimes even a smile and hello counts. Yeah. You know after yes. the class. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Melis. This morning. I was coming to my shala, seven in the morning. I'm coming on the bicycle, and there is uh, there is a lady. Um, maybe she was very young, like I don't know, but maybe in the twenties. And uh, she is with her dog, and I'm looking at the dog. Dog is so beautiful. I just smiled, and then I look at her, and as I was smiling, this because of the smile, she just reflected the smile back, and then I smiled a little bit more. And then I just go on the bicycle and say, wow, smiling is so contagious. It's, it's a universal language. Yeah, it's really powerful. It's and powerful. And mood uplifting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. yeah. In my class, um, I'm sure that uh, it's also going to remind you, I ask people to intentionally smile. Smile yes, from the corner yes. of the lips and <laughs> from the corner of the eyes. I'm yeah. sure that uh, the people who are going to listen to our podcast and I'm speaking that, they are going to be like, yeah, that is, yeah. that is, I, I can resonate with. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. in the beginning that you need to kind of very consciously make an effort doing this because people totally forget to smile. They just frown because of the gravity, for sure. You know how the yeah. muscles are pulled down very yeah. constantly. So you yeah. also need to make a conscious effort to keep yeah. the stretch upward like a U. Maybe not a big yeah. smile, but at least have a stretch. Not only from your yeah. lips, because if you only do it with the lips, nothing happened you also need to smile from the eye only then a signal is going in your in your brain that hey now it's time to release endorphin because you're happy you're smiling so you are just kind of uh, biohacking yourself that way and uh, the people that who don't smile so much um i feel sad for them yeah yeah <laughs> me too because it's harder to not to smile <laughs> actually you know when you smile because you feel happy if you're not you know, sometimes you know also uh, in uh, my meditation practice uh, you know at, at least for one year i also you know uh, intentionally smile mm. a bit uh, yes yeah, because you know the things i read also it's the practice yes. so and also i tell my students that uh, also in class because sometimes uh, there are you know so powerful hatha yoga classes that i'm teaching they are like <gasps> they are stressed like that uh. i say okay you're just being second warrior just mm. smile not mm. warrior warrior <laughs> like mm. just smile a bit so uh, and also at the end of the classes while breathing and meditation i say okay just smile a little bit just and sit into your smile and just breathe and it really affects people's people's mood and yeah mm. it's a good awareness i guess and you said that uh, you know it also uh, happens with practice to smile you know some of my students just ask asking me that uh, how are you uh, so positive or how do you quit your a corporate job and just you know started as a yoga teacher i want that too how do you become a yoga teacher i want that too and yeah they also they, i want to do that i want to do this 
how 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 you travel that much how do you find the energy and you know for everything i guess uh, uh you need to uh, have a constant effort uh to make it you know uh, even in meditation like when you start meditation or breath practices it's hard to sit 10 or 15 minutes or even five minutes but intentionally you need to practice it you know as it becomes your you know until it becomes your regular habit it's also in any habit for example you want to go for a walk every morning and it will not start that you are always whining your friend that I want to go for a walk in the morning but I don't have 10 minutes time. You need to create intentionally that 10 minutes of time. You need to start, you need to practice and then it happens, you know, it becomes your habit and then it becomes your life in everything. If you want to, uh, you know, for example, you have a a feeling, emotion or habit that you don't like, then you need to stop practicing that. Stop practicing and add another energy to that. And then that becomes your truth. What you practice, it becomes your truth. And uh, people always forget that it's really, you need to, you know, give effort to it. It's not always so easy you you can always you know in my practice sometimes of course we are all humans i i get lost you know sometimes for example i have a habit okay two years from now on it's going down a habit or you know a feeling um but later on i i just you know all of a sudden i'm thinking that bad thing or i'm doing that bad habit suddenly again it appears so I stop it, I practice again. It's always like that, you know, in meditation. Sometimes I sit, meditate, and like one hour, I'm thinking. I, I, I can't meditate. Okay, that day I just saved the world in my head, you know, I was thinking. But okay, but you know, if I quit, maybe I will lose my uh, med meditation practice. But no, I don't quit. At you know, at night I meditate again. At you know, tomorrow I meditate again. Then okay, you know, small time, small minute, it just turns back. But it's always you know, uh, the life is in a constant change. Our moods are in a constant change. To restore the balance, we need to keep up with our habits. We need to pra practice with effort. I think. Uh, the yoga and I think it's also a life hack. This is life, you know, just go back. Okay, then go forward and do what you are doing. Just practice constantly. <laughs> as I, yeah. as I say, sometimes uh, to my students, it's like two step forward and yeah. one step back. And sometimes you take two step more forward. And it's okay to take one step back, but this is the effort that you keep on doing it may, and making sure that stepping back is not more than stepping forward. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, this that. is something what you are saying, and I would 100% agree with that, that yoga is something that is able to transform you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's 
is bringing so much juice, so much joy in your life. Yeah. It helps you to ignite the courage that you have in you. And all in all, I, this is for sure, and I 100% agree that uh, you have your daily life, you have a busy life, you have your work, you have responsibilities, you have a family to take care. But you should be responsible to yourself, finding some time for yourself and take a practice that bring you close to yourself and yoga happened to be that because you're not just restoring balance physically also emotionally energetically and with your nervous system everything start to come on track yeah. and this is what uh, one should try and try it for a longer period of time, as you are saying, Melis, that, you know, it's habit, everything is a habit, that you do things for a certain period with a consistency, then it becomes the part of your life, it becomes your lifestyle. Yeah. And, and this is what I tell, this is what I share, this is what uh, my message is to the world that yoga is not a practice that you do it just on your mat it is a lifestyle yeah. and once you adopt this everything start to become easier everything start to become more vivid more more colorful and maybe this is the way that uh, we can make this world a little bit better place yeah i, I agree with you uh, you know uh, when I uh, first started yoga, uh, I was also working in, you know, in a corporate life. Uh, I just, you know, uh, realized that uh, my work life is also got better because I have more concentration. Uh, I had more concentration. I have, you know, more presentation skills. Uh, and with the awareness, I got better at my job as well. You know, my uh, boss was telling me, what happened to you? You are more focused. You are more... It's also like, you know, affects your life. It's an only example about my work life, but also it affects your social life. Because yoga, like you said, is not a practice that you are only doing on the mat. You know, it just um, widens off the mat if you want it and if you don't want it. Because uh, you... Um, see things about yourself on the mat that you can't unsee in your life then when you realize yourself everything starts uh, to open open up to you and everything's everything get better i guess <laughs> beautiful this this is i think it's a it's a final remark and the conclusion of uh, our conversation and uh, I, I resonate with that fully. That once you take on the practice of yoga, of course, start on your mat, it's going to reflect and it's going to make the ripple effect in your daily life. People are going to notice the change that you have. You're more calm, you are yourself, and you start 
to have this flow state, this effortlessness in your presence start to come in your body language, in your speech, and um, in your presentation, as you said, for example. Um, in every aspect of your life, you start to become more mindful, more um, thoughtful. And this is the sign that you are on the path. And this is the way you are restoring balance in your life. Yeah, I totally agree with you. <laughs> thank you so much, Melissa. Yeah, it's yeah, it's you. incredible to talk to you. You are such a delightful person. I'm 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 so happy for you that how you are making your life. You you are in control and you are lighting up so many people with with the brightness that you you carry you're very generous i i met you and just by by meeting you i knew that you're so effortless there was no effort for you to have a conversation there was nothing in between and this is so special and i want to wish you all the very best for everything that you're doing in istanbul and i i would love to come and visit you in your in your studio in istanbul i hope that happened very fast um, i mean this is something it's not happening just uh, as a coincidence it's just uh, part of the journey and uh, i'm very very excited for you for your bright future and and everything that you are doing and you my people you can also follow Melis on her Instagram. She share her stories. She share her life as well. See, she also inspire you with the with the yoga as well over there. And I'm going to share her links in the footnote of this podcast. You also share your thought. What do you think about this podcast? And uh, of course, Melis, it's not the last time we are having a conversation. It is just the beginning. <laughs> Thank you for uh, having me. Um, and you know, when we first met, I also feel the same things like, you know, you said about me with you, uh, because, you know, I am trying to, uh, you know, when I'm traveling, I'm trying to go, you know, yoga studio, different yoga studios, meet with people, but you, you, you are really a special person. Uh, and thank you for uh, the practice at uh, True Yoga and also thank you for having me here. You are uh, welcome, always welcome to Istanbul. Hope to uh, meet you again here in Istanbul. And thanks for your invitation to the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much, Melise. We'll be in thank touch. You. And uh, thank you. yeah, Istanbul, I mean, um, yeah, <laughs> this, this is a proper sign. Um, that you are from there and there is uh, one more person who wrote me from Istanbul that her parents are coming and she would love them to have yoga with me and uh, and somehow it did not work out and uh, one and she was also here with them and she wrote me she would like to meet me and she has relatives and she would like to bring a relative uh, with her to our shala Unfortunately, I was not in the shala at that time, but she wrote me a great message. And uh, I mean, when I come to Istanbul, I'm sure that uh, I'm going to meet uh, many friends like you. 
and uh, also the other people. So I'm very happy for you and your community as well. I wish you all the very best. And you people, I'm sure you got some sort of value from this uh, conversation. And uh, we would like to hear back from you. And uh, we would also like to know your own experiences as well. So feel free to share. We will see you and talk to you in the next podcast. Until then, you take care. Bye and stay balanced.